This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome to Rob Ryan Red. A Wrexham FC podcast by Nathan Salt and Rich Faye, bringing you all the latest views, news and interviews from around the race course. Now, if you're new around here, make sure to subscribe. But enough of that. Let's get on with the show. Hello, welcome to the latest episode of Rob Ryan Red, the Wrexham AFC podcast. It's just me, Rich Fay, this week. I'm doing things solo, like Dom Vos against Gateshead. Co-host Nafe is off in sunny Spain, enjoying a well-earned break. So, yeah, riding solo like Jason Derulo for me this week. But it's still going to be a bumper podcast. We'll talk about the FA Trophy draw, Wrexham to face Stockport in the semi-finals. We'll take a brief look at the ticket price controversy surrounding the tie. I know a few fans are upset that Wrexham are still keeping it full priced for the FA Trophy. We will hear from longtime Bromley fan Ian Jeffrey, who some of you may know, ahead of the weekend tie down at Hayes Lane. And we'll look ahead to the biggest game of the week. Clandidno women versus Wrexham women, the final match of the season in the Adran North. The winner will get the league title. It's a straight shootout like Arsenal versus Liverpool in 1989. A team who are well-renowned for having their own Michael Thomas, who can be the hero for Wrexham women this weekend. Like I said, we'll start off with the FA Trophy. In the last podcast we did, we recorded in the seconds after the full-time whistle at Meadow Lane after Wrexham beat Notts County 2-1 in the FA Trophy quarter-final. If you've not listened to that podcast, please do go back and listen to it. It's just about the happiest you will hear myself and Nafe all season. We were recording it in a week where we beat Bournemouth and then beat Notts County. So that is about as, as high as the wave can get, you'd think, unless Wrexham, like we said, could maybe make it to Wembley, could get promoted. FA Trophy draw happened. Um, it was Wrexham versus Stockport. And this weekend's opponents, Bromley versus York City in the other tie. It's a really interesting one, isn't it? And I think that, you know, everyone, and we'll get onto this when we do speak to Ian later in the podcast, everyone wanted York just because they're the only team who aren't a National League side left in the competition. The obvious caveat of that is that they have beaten National League sides. And if you get to the semi-final, you're still going to be a good team. I mean, we saw that, didn't we, when we played Gainsborough Trinity? In the in the semi-finals, the first time we got to the trophy final, 
you know, they were from a lower league, but they still gave us, you know, a, a decent game, a really good game, actually, over two legs. So, can't take anything for granted. York probably would have been the preferable tie. I think lots of supporters as well would have enjoyed an away trip there, especially to the new stadium, which since Boven Crescent's been knocked down, we've not been back. But, you know, everyone loves a York away day. And particularly, there'll be those fond memories of, what well, we say sort of relegating Gary Mills down with York City and, you know, Jordan White scored twice, Leo Smith scored in that incredible 3-1 away win. That was one of the best away days of the non-league era, wasn't it, for, for Wrexham fans? But it's Stockport at home. You can't sugarcoat it. That is the toughest tie. You would say that Stockport away would have been a bit tougher, but you've got to beat them realistically if you're going to win the win the trophy, haven't you? I mean, if they would have been in the other semi-final, it would have been set up for that, that sort of showpiece final. I think the immediate reaction from Wrexham fans sort of after the draw was, well, let's get them out of the way now because... We're pessimists, aren't we? We're all pessimists at heart. And the thought of losing to Stockport at Wembley makes me feel physically sick. Um, semi-final is going to be really interesting. The club have also announced today that that match, will, which was is always going to take place on Saturday, the 2nd of April. There's now a run of seven consecutive home games as well after that. Um, so starting with Halifax next Tuesday, it's going to be Halifax at home, Dover at home, Stockport at home, the trophy... Barnet at home, Eastley at home, Solihull at home, and then Altrincham at home on Easter Monday to sort of put that run to to the end. And yeah, Fortress Kairas could really define Wrexham's season. So yeah, Wrexham versus Stockport on the 2nd of April. The club have also announced today, recording this on the Thursday, that the semi-final match will be moved to the half-12 kickoff. And by doing so, that means that the match will also be available for a live stream. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the live stream does affect a home match sort of attendance-wise, given that supporters can either choose to, to pay for it or they could watch it online. And, you know, the, the fact of the matter is that most likely it will cost more to actually attend the game than to watch it on TV or, or however you stream the game. Anyway, and I think that's caused a little bit of controversy really today at the club. Um, FA Trophy games tend to be cheaper. They've been cheaper for all the previous rounds as well. So the fact that it's going to be sort of standard ticket prices, I think, has upset quite a few fans. Yeah, it's really difficult to get the balance on this one, I think, because if you already bought a season ticket, then obviously you're going to maybe feel a bit ticked off that you've got to buy cup games on top anyway. That's the case at every club, though, isn't it? And I feel that, is it a money grab? I'm not so sure. Is Stockport at home, you know, in a cup semi-final for a chance to play at Wembley? I think there is a bit of lenience and mitigation to that. I think that charging what is usually full whack is valid, is fair. I did see on Twitter, Wayne Jones, you know, of the turf fame, said it's probably got upset a few here, but I'm happy with £20. It's the semi-final of a chance to get to Wembley. I paid £19 to watch us get twatted 4-0 by Telford at home, so I'm not first by £20. And the other, you know, the other sort of argument I saw was, well, if it was Bromley or York, would it have been £20? It's a touchy subject, isn't it? Because, yeah, they have put the price up for the semi-final, but, you know, they're going to have to have extra placing for the game. I mean, when Kidderminster played West Ham in the FA Cup, weren't they charging 30, 40 quid a ticket? They were trying to cash in on the big day. And I do understand the club on this one. I mean, the fact that we've got such good co-chairmen, you almost seem to think we've got bottomless pits of money at a time, but we are still a business and it makes sense to try and get as much money and revenue as you can because ultimately the club want to be 
able to generate large revenues themselves. And that initial two million pound investment from Rob and Ryan, you know, that part of that is is invested to then help us make more money. And the amount of money we will have made from merchandise sales, but primarily from ticket sales this season, is what's going to fund us going forward in the in the years ahead. So although it would have maybe been a nice gesture just to get the Kairos absolutely packed and, and reduce ticket prices again for this one. It never sort of seemed like it was going to actually happen. I do think, though, that maybe as a gesture of goodwill, it would have been good for season ticket holders. You know, I mean, obviously, I'm voting for this because it would benefit me sort of having a a couple of quid off what would usually be the, the full price for the ticket. Or what I think was definitely needed is if you've actually been to another FA Trophy home game this season... And you could prove that. Obviously, we've had ticketing problems all season with Wrexham, haven't we? But if you could actually prove that, then maybe if you somehow got a discount of some sort, that would be one way around it. Keep fans and repay the loyalty of those who've already attended games this season. But it's a really tricky one to to sort of manage. And no matter which way you do it, someone's going to sort of lose out. So again, I'm speaking from quite a privileged position because I've got a season ticket. I only have to sort of worry about funding my own ticket for the match. You know, I'm not bringing the family with me. So it's it's difficult for me to comment on everyone's behalf because I know there will be people out there who have already shelled out their money for the season. You know, it's an extra expense, isn't it, at the end of the day and an unforeseen one, really, because of the, the cup run we've had. But then if we get to a Wembley final, that's probably expensive as well. And, you know, I guess that's just one aspect of modern football, isn't it? I mean, the fans are often thought of last and... Yeah, it's it's going to be something that upsets a lot of fans, but from my own point of view, and like I said, it's probably because I'm from a privileged position, I don't see too much issue with it anyway. And yeah, it, it's a tricky one, isn't it, to keep everyone happy? But for myself, I think that the ticket pricing is is reasonable and you know they're going to have to have extra police as well. This is the closest thing we've got to a derby all season. Stockport will bring plenty of fans themselves. You know, it's a cup semi-final between the two best teams in non-league football to play in non-league football sort of showpiece cup event at Wembley Stadium. So I do understand why some fans would be annoyed at the tickets being full price for what is a FA Trophy game. But I do think there is mitigation considering the circumstance of it all. But, you know, let us know what you think. As always, please do contact us at Rob Ryan Red on Twitter or you can get involved on the emails as well which is robryanred at gmail.com. Nath will be delighted that I've put those plugs into the podcast. I usually forget all our sort of ads and stuff, and they're, they're such tongue twisters, aren't they? But I guess another thing I need to plug is, if you are new around here, please do go back and listen to previous podcasts. We've got sort of evergreen, timeless interviews with the likes of Louis Malt, Joss Miebe, Sean Petchich is one which I thought went under the radar, Jordan White, who's banging the goals in, for Ross County up in Scotland, you know, so yeah, please do check them out. And again, leave a like and subscribe if you are new around here as well. And share us by word of mouth. That's usually the best way to to get more sort of publicity for the podcast. And, you know, the more the merrier in terms of listeners as well in terms of that. But, you know, FA Trophy, very exciting. Like we said, seven home games on the spin for Wrexham coming up after our away trip to face Bromley this weekend. Now, Bromley in the league this season, we did beat them at the Kairas. I think it was the first league game in which we scored more than one goal. But of course, Bromley's performance was sort of underpinned by the fact that they had a man sent off early doors in that one. So we probably didn't get a fair reflection of maybe just how good a team they are. Trotter 
was sent off after nine minutes. Hall Johnson scored after 33, and then Paul Mullen tapped in from the corner on the hour mark to give us a 2-0 win in that one. Bromley, you know, they're a team who have really sort of had an increase in standards in the last few years. You know, Bromley have been in and around the playoffs now for a couple of seasons. They got to the 2018 FA Trophy final and they lost on penalties to Brackley Town. Don't worry, Bromley, we know all about losing to the underdogs in an FA Trophy final on penalties, don't we? Um, Heading into the weekend as well, if you look at the National League table, Bromley sit in 10th place, but they are one of the sides who are played a few games less. They're on 30 games played. The majority of teams are on 32 games played. So if they were to win their game in hand, they could go back into the playoff picture again. As we've said all season, really, we've never had too clear an indication of the league table and how it actually stands. But Bromley, 10th in the league, and then we play Halifax, who at the time of recording, a third in the league, so Wrexham a fourth, a massive double header coming up, which again, as we seem to say quite often on this, could be season defining, but it really, really could be this time. If you look at the form guide as well, which I'm probably going to get a lot of stick for because, you know, I, I love the form guide. Um, over the last 10 games, Halifax and Wrexham are joint second in the form table. This is more looking ahead to the game next Tuesday night. Bromley are actually 13th. They've taken 14 points from a possible 30 from their last 10 games. So they're on the same sort of form as Dagenham and Redbridge, Altrincham, Wealdstone, actually in better form than Notts County, which I don't want to take any gloss over that FA Trophy win. It was still a very impressive victory for Wrexham. But, you know, they're not one of the top teams in the division, Bromley, but they have got arguably one of the best players in the division in Michael Cheek, a player fans will know all about. And ahead of the game, I did catch up with Bromley fan Ian Jeffery. And uh, yeah, here's what he had to say about the, the weekend. us to get a result of the weekend probably not if I'm honest there's been a lot of changes to the team we had a lot of lone players come in so I'm not really sure what to expect to be honest yeah I mean, you mentioned that there Bromley d- difficult team to sort of gauge aren't you because given where you've come from like you said it's fantastic to still be you know a, a team so competitive and pushing for the playoffs again but is it like you said is it difficult because maybe you've had some fans who have cashed in on the success to a degree that expectations have gone up or are you still someone who is just enjoying every moment of it? Yeah, I think the people that have been there for a, a long time have got a realistic expectation of where we are and yeah, we, we're doing really good. Obviously, any team you lose, it's it's annoying and it it grates on you, doesn't it? But uh, some, yeah, I, I guess some of our fans have got, I don't know, just that expectation of just constantly competing. I think it's a legacy from our 2018 trophy final uh, appearance we gained a lot of fans which is good which obviously any club needs fans to survive um, and a lot of people in the Bromley area maybe didn't really know about Bromley FC before that but when you've got a lot of people who support Premier League teams they carry those expectations down to non-league and it's, it's, it's not the same beast is it? No, exactly. In terms of players to watch out then, is it as obvious to say Michael Cheek? I mean, James Alabi, fans will know from his time at Chester as well, but is it sort of Cheek FC? Uh, yeah, Michael Cheek, they play him in the right position. Obviously, he's he's a proven goal scorer at this level. You've only got to look at his record, to be honest. He's, he's a 20-year goal season, season guy, which is 
which is which are gold dust, aren't they? You know, unless you buy them from League One, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cheek. We got a, a, we got a few good little players, but there's been a, a good few injuries, so the team's a little bit disjointed, it seems at the moment. To be honest. In terms of your sort of tactical approach and the way that you play then, I mean, for Wrexham fans who don't watch Bromley as often as you do, what can we expect from you in terms of your approach on the day? Cautious, it seems to be at the moment, to be honest. Um, a lot of lot of fans moaning that we're not really having a shot on target. You know, there's been, I don't know, obviously the fans aren't privileged to what the management team are privileged to, but there seems to be, seems to have been a few sort of strange tactical decisions you know certain players you wonder how they're in there when you've got other players of a certain quality on the bench but even at home unfortunately I think we're going to be cautious which I don't think really suits our style I think you've got to go for it really especially at home yeah exactly but you're playing a Wrexham team of 1-7 on the spin so maybe that sort of cautious approach might be the best way of picking us off on a counter-attack taking advantage of any complacency in terms of your own sort of following of Bromley then any meetings with Wrexham that stand out in particular for you over the last few years uh, the first one in August 2015 I think obviously that was our first game in the National League uh, you end up going one nil down to Wrexham and you think oh this is going to be a long afternoon this is going to be a long season and obviously it turned on his head very very quickly didn't it with all three goals with Bromley in quick succession obviously it stood out for another another reason for myself and a few others as well we ended up just having a beer after the game because the game wasn't segregated um, so we swapped it well, some of us swapped ends and obviously we ended up in the Wrexham end if you like <laughs> for the second half which was a little bit interesting <laughs> um, but we ended up having from it you know it's come some friendships to be honest so and every time Wrexham and Bromley play whether that's here in Bromley or in Wrexham like uh, Tony, the Wrexham fan, he's he's coming down, he's coming down tomorrow, staying at mine, and I go and stay at his whim for the weekend when when Bromby playing Wrexham. So might be the last season we get to do that. Who knows? So yeah, and you said it could be the last meeting with Bromley for a while, but of course there is the prospect maybe of a Wembley showdown, the final farewell for for us for a while. What have you made of the FA Trophy draw? Was York at home the the preferable tie? Yeah, you've only got to look at the four teams that are left, or three other teams apart from us, obviously. And York at home, York at home was as best the best draw that we could possibly have got. That's not taking anything away from York. They beat Dagenham on penalties in the in the quarterfinals. So yeah, it's for us. It's the it's the best draw that we could have had. It gives us the best chance to hopefully get back to to Wembley. Um, and whoever we meet, whether it be Wrexham or Stockport, if we should get there, obviously we'll go in there as underdogs. Whereas last time in 2018 against Brackley, uh, we went in as, as favourites. So it seems to be it seems to work better in our favour when we're underdogs. To be honest, yeah, absolutely. And I guess my final question then to bring you sort of full circle is: you are underdogs this weekend. What is your score prediction then, or maybe not a score prediction, but what do you think the sort of result will be? I predict we'll go a goal down <laughs> in the first half, and that will that will liven us up. I'm, I'm going for I'm going for one one draw. 
1-1 draw then, so Wrexham's winning streak to come to an end this weekend. You've heard it here first. Wrexham, of course, have sold out their allocation for the match this weekend as well. 800 Reds travelling down and Bromley have actually extended the uh, away end allocation for the game as well. So really good accommodation from the hosts at Hayes Lane. They've also put out a statement which we've put out on our Rob Ryan Red Twitter account just saying, you know, welcome to the, the ground this weekend, but please do bear in mind that they're going to need some patience in regards to the refreshments and food after such a long trip from the race course. Bromley referred to Wrexham as a great historic club with a fantastic travelling support and we ask for your patience as you get served. So yeah, let's hope it's not too hospitable a welcome really. We don't want to be too generous to them in, in, in return. Still got to get there and, and get down to business. But like I said, Bromley on Saturday, Halifax on Tuesday, that really is going to be another couple of games which just tell us how good this Wrexham side are I think there was a bit of a change in mood this week by the fact that Stockport breezed to a, a another win they beat Notts County 3-0 so it's it's looking like a real big ask for Wrexham to win the league we all know that anyway heading into the weekend Stockport are nine points ahead of us but have played a game more so if we win that game in hand we will go six points behind. We've still got to play Stockport at home in the league, of course, as well in that penultimate match of the season. I think all the teams are going to drop points. I mean, we've been on a really good run. The pessimist in me says that, you know, it has to come to an end at, at some point because, you know, I've watched Wrexham for 14 years in the National League. We know how this often ends, don't we? There's a reason why we're still here. But why, why can't it continue? Because we've had some big wins, we've played some big teams, and we have still got that momentum going for us and the team's looking really good. We're looking quite good on the fitness front. I know Phil Parkinson said that Tom O'Connor and Jordan Davis are both getting much closer to match fitness. The only bad news is that Bryce Hazana looks like he's going to have a lengthy spell on the sidelines. He's probably going to be out until about May, really. He's out for four to six weeks with an injury. Not really been in the first team picture as of late. I think Parkey really has settled on his, his first choice wing backs and you know, he's got Tyler French to come in on the right. He's got Liam McAlinden as an option on the left as well. Bryce Hazana's versatility was a real asset. He's not had as much of an impact in recent games, but of course he did play really well, actually, I thought, for, for a period at Notts County. He had that fantastic dribble in from the right-hand side, and there was the shot eventually from Luke Young, which was blocked on its way to goal. So we send our, our best wishes to Bryce Hazana, but yeah, he will be missing this weekend and he'll be missing for the next few games as well. Like we said, we should hopefully see him for the trophy lift in May. You know, he should be back by then. I'm feeling confident for that, but uh, yeah, maybe not for the trophy lift, but we shall see. He could have an FA Trophy final, of course, couldn't he? And again, as we mentioned there in that chat with Ian, there is the potential of facing Bromley in the final as well. While Saturday might all be about the trip to Bromley, Sunday is all about the trip to Clandidno. And in the biggest game of the weekend, Wrexham women are in a title decider head-to-head -head with Clandidno. It's a straight shootout for the league title, reminiscent, as I said in the intro, of Liverpool versus Arsenal back in 1989. As things stand heading into the game, Clandidno sit top 
of the Adran North table with 34 points and a goal difference of 56. Wrexham sits second with 33 points. They are the only two sides who could win the league this season. So if Clandidno avoid defeat, they will be crowned champions. If Wrexham win, they themselves will lift the league title. The Reds head into the game on the back of a 3-1 win last time out. It was their 10th consecutive league win. And, you know, when Rob and Ryan took over the club, they really wanted to emphasise that their job wasn't just to improve the men's team and to invest in, you know, the side that plays in the National League, but they wanted to invest in the women's game as well. They want that diversity, that inclusivity. And already that is paying off. Wrexham have been transformed this season. They've got such a good, young, exciting side, a side who are scoring goals for fun. Of course, they are led by the incredible talents of Rosie Hughes up front, who is just an absolute goal machine. You've got Lily Jones, who is named in the Adran League's Team of the Week. You know, that's for the first division and the second division as well. So there's just so much talent in this side and it's such a credit to Wrexham that they've been able to produce a, a squad capable of challenging for the league title so quickly as well. And we have tried to get someone from the women's team on. Obviously the players are out of bounds this week because they've got so much to look ahead to to the game and the commitments there from the club as they want the full focus to be inclined now at the weekend. We did also try and get the manager Steve Dale on as well but that's just not been able to materialise before we've recorded the podcast so hopefully we'll be able to bring you some news in the weeks ahead from the women's side themselves and have some actual first-hand stories from the season that's been and hopefully we can look back on the title win as well so yeah Wrexham against Clandidno on Sunday afternoon and the winner will get the league title however the winner of the match will not be promoted to the Adran Premier next season. That's because only Wrexham and Clandino can be crowned the first champions or runners-up of the Adran North. However, neither club applied for the Tier 1 licence, a requirement to participate in the top flight. This means that there is no eligible candidate for promotion from the Adran North this season. It's not the case in the southern section, though, where three teams who are still able to win a league have all applied for the Tier 1 licence. So, in effect, it just means that Wrexham and Clandino you know, they're still fighting for a league title, but they will still be going head-to-head next season. And you can understand perhaps why, I mean, this is still a part-time team. And if Wrexham were to get promoted to the top flight, it would be very Southern-based. I mean, you've got Swansea and the two Cardiff teams who are currently leading the way in terms of, of the quality in, in the Premier Division. So for Wrexham, it's still about the progress. It's still about building a team who can compete in the years ahead. But no matter what happens this season... This has been a fantastic showing from the side and to be competing for the league title, taking it to the wire, the final game of the season. Wrexham fans should be so proud and no matter what happens with the men's team this season, Wrexham are going into the last day of the season able to win the title on the women's side as well. So fantastic work going in there, fantastic side to be proud of. And to show your support, why not get to the game this weekend? So Wrexham will be running an official supporters coach for the match on Sunday afternoon, which kicks off at 2pm. Entry at Clandidno costs just £2 for adults and £1 for juniors and concessions, which will be pay on the gate on Sunday. Official supporters travel for the match is available to book online. Just so you know on that, the coach will depart from Mould Road at midday and tickets for that cost £15 for adults and £13 
for under 16. So if you want to go and potentially see Wrexham win their first trophy of the season, we could see, you know, the Wrexham women win the Adran North. We could see Wrexham win the National League and we could see Wrexham win the FA Trophy as well. So a treble winning season, you know, it could happen. It could happen, but fantastic achievement. And like I said, congratulations to everyone associated with the women's side of the game as well. It's something to be really proud of. And hopefully in a few years to come, you know, we will see Wrexham in the Premier Division. We'll see Wrexham fighting for that title as well. And, you know, as a result of that, a pathway into Europe and who knows, Champions League nights at the Kairas. Hopefully we'll have them with a men's team as well. But the women's side are certainly much closer to doing so. And yeah, like I said, it's still a long process for them to to get that license for the top division. Hopefully the ball will be moving on that. Hopefully in the weeks ahead, we can bring you some words from someone associated with the team as well. And you can hear firsthand about their season, the trials and tribulations of putting a team together, of competing so well this season. And hopefully going over the finishing line as champions this weekend. Clandidno versus Wrexham on Sunday, March the 20th. The winner will win the league. It doesn't get any bigger than that, does it? That's one to really look forward to. And that's all we've got time for today on Rob Ryan Red. It's been an interesting show, hasn't it? You're probably sick to death of my voice now, and I do not blame you whatsoever. Naif will be back next week after the Halifax game, I presume. And like I said, who knows what the mood will be after the, this double header that's on the horizon. And again, hopefully we can look back at a title win for Wrexham women as well. So thank you very much, as always, for joining us on Rob Ryan Red. If you've not subscribed to the podcast already, please can you do that? You can also vote for us in the Non-League Bible Podcast of the Year Awards, which are in the bio. Please do leave us a review on Spotify or whichever podcast platform you use as well. They really do help us to grow and to you know, reach a new, whole new audience. And of course, like I said earlier as well, word of mouth, if you enjoyed this podcast or any of our podcasts, we know this one's been a bit low on quality, um, then please do message around and and. and Tell one more Wrexham fan about us because we really do want to just be the voice of the fans. We want to be able to share your opinions and speak on your behalf. We want to be able to voice any of your concerns and also just hold the club accountable when, when necessary. And, you know, if you ever want to get in contact with us, like we said, Rob Ryan Red on Twitter, or you can email us robryanred at gmail.com. A massive week for Wrexham on and off the pitch. Here we go. We want wins, wins, wins. Who knows what will lie ahead. But thank you very much for joining us. Enjoy your weekend. Get to Clandidno on Sunday if you can. First up's Bromley, then Halifax on home on Tuesday night. It's going to be a very busy few weeks ahead. Rob Brown Red will be with you every step of the way. A massive weekend as we go in search of titles in two different leagues. Come on, Rex. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up 
about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.